This strategy isn't slightly helpful or a nice idea. This is literally a huge difference maker to the point that a huge portion of CPA candidates that might otherwise go in and fail an exam, they would get a passing score if they were just doing this one strategy. Welcome to another episode of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's episode, it's just going to be me talking, and I'm going to talk about probably the most underused yet helpful CPA study strategy that most people aren't doing. And this strategy isn't slightly helpful or a nice idea. This is literally a huge difference maker to the point that a huge portion of CPA candidates that might otherwise go in and fail an exam, they would get a passing score if they were just doing this one strategy along the way throughout their study process. So what I'm referring to is making and reviewing your own flashcards as you go through the study process. So in this episode, we're going to go through the why, the what, the how, and the what if of making your own flashcards and implementing this strategy. So to explain this idea, we'll go over kind of an analogy. So as you go through the study process for any given exam, you could think of all the material as two buckets, okay? The first bucket is stuff that comes to you fairly easily for whatever reason. Maybe it's just not that difficult. It's simple memorization. You had classes on it in college that you still remember or it comes back pretty easily or you have experience directly in those topics in your real work life. Whatever the case may be, there's just some portion of the material that's going to kind of fall into place naturally without you having to put a ton of time and effort into it. And then, of course, there's everything else. So whether that's 50% of the material that you cover or 20%, you know, depending on the person, those percentages of the two buckets are going to be different. And that's fairly arbitrary and that's not really the point. But the point is the stuff that you have to work harder on that's either confusing or difficult for whatever reason, you just find it hard to understand and make sense of, you know, that's everything in bucket number two. Now, the idea behind making your own flashcards, making and reviewing your own flashcards throughout the study process is when you are dealing with stuff that falls into bucket number two, you are taking those concepts or calculations or formulas or journal entries, whatever it is, and you're kind of putting it in your own words. You're trying to explain it back to yourself until you can articulate it yourself. And in that moment, you're going to capture the understanding by making a flashcard on it. Okay. So the idea is again, big picture stuff from bucket number one, you don't have to put a ton of time and effort into, you know, as long as you go through the standard study steps, you work through the practice questions or the practice sims, and you just, you get it. That's bucket number one. And then bucket number two, if you're diligent and consistent about making flashcards as you go through the process or go through your study timeline, then all the stuff that you found personally difficult to understand and make sense of, you have made flashcards on the key things, you know, problem by problem or simulation by simulation that you didn't fully know yet, or you didn't understand fully correctly or whatever. And you've put those 
in your own words on flashcards and you've been reviewing them each day. So you've taken all the stuff from bucket number two and turned it into bucket number one. Okay. Hypothetically as much as possible. So flashcards are extremely valuable and helpful for helping you take the stuff that you find personally difficult and turning it into bucket number one material as the weeks go by. Now, another huge benefit of this strategy that isn't immediately apparent when I explain this is that it is a huge time saver. Okay. So again, if you go through the different lessons and again, some percentage of them you just found really difficult, you don't fully understand it. I I guess a, if you go all the way to test day and that's still the case, you will probably fail that exam. And then B somewhere along the lines, you're going to have to put in a lot of time on those weaker topics to get to where you will get a passing score. Now there's a bunch of efficiencies lost. So let's say that you're sitting down on the weekend, you covered leases earlier in the week and you just know that you need to hit that again to feel good about it. When you went through the lesson the first time a few days ago, it wasn't really making sense. So you know you need to put in a bunch of time. And maybe this is like week three of your study process. You still have five or six weeks until your test date. So you can sit down on a Saturday and put in this two to three or four hour study session doing a deep dive on leases and get to where you've really made sense of the question types and even the simulations on leases. Now, the problem is if you haven't made any flashcards or taken any notes on all that time you just spent to feel pretty good about it, as the five or six weeks go by, you know you're going to forget a big percentage of that. So you're either going to get to test day and go in slightly underprepared for leases and you know a bunch of other topics, or you're going to have to put in a ton of time again to get refreshed and bring yourself back up to that same level of understanding that you got to on that Saturday. Now, going back to that deep dive that you did on that Saturday, you know, four weeks ago, if you had just taken the extra time in that study session or just made it a part of that study session to make flashcards on the key points that keep coming up in questions on leases, the different lease types, In other words, pillar information that became evident as you went through the questions on that topic. And then for the last four weeks, those flashcards were in your decks of flashcards and you were just consistently spending 20 to 30 minutes a day reviewing those flashcards. You would get to test day with that, well, not that same level of understanding, but an even deeper level of understanding because you reviewed that stuff, you know, multiple times since then four weeks ago. Or at the very least, you avoid having to put in all that extra time to get refreshed on the work you already did four weeks ago on that topic. So by test day, you are much better prepared on that topic. And then you haven't spent a ton of extra time having to refresh yourself several times on that topic because your flashcards that took you a one-time time investment, that took care of that as you reviewed them daily for the last several weeks. Now, when you take that time savings and the efficiencies that you've created by making the flashcards, you apply that to the dozens of topics that you found difficult. It's a huge time savings, but even more than that, you are much better prepared 
for all those topics by the time you get to test day. So hypothetically, 90 or 95% of the topics you've converted into bucket number one topics where by the time you get to test day, you're feeling really good about them. And then another huge benefit that these flashcards will give you is that they will be your most powerful final review tool. Because again, these flashcards you've been making all throughout your study process, they contain your personal weakest areas or sticking points or just things that were difficult for you to grasp or understand. And you've written them down in your own words in a way that makes sense to you. But more than that is that you can review these you know, even if you still have 50 or 100 flashcards that you're kind of iffy on, in the last week or two before your exam, you start ramping up the time you're spending with your flashcards. Because again, these flashcards contain the stuff that would present a problem for you on real test day. So as long as you heavily review those flashcards, again, you're shrinking that pool of topics that would be a problem on test day. And you're making the group of topics that you're going to perform well on on test day, you're making that pool even bigger. Okay, so that was some of the reasons why you'd want to do this and make flashcards throughout your study process. Now let's go into the what. So specifically, I'm a big fan of digital flashcards, and I really like Brainscape. You can create a free account. And the big advantage, I guess the two biggest advantages in my point of view, is that you can easily just keep a tab open when you're sitting there doing your main study sessions. You keep the Brainscape tab open next to your Becker tab or you know whatever review course you're using. And whenever you come across something that fits the definition or you want to make a flashcard on, then you just go to that tab and, and type it out. And most people can type a lot faster than they can write things. And then this is the next advantage, which is the big, big advantage with digital flashcards. You're creating these you know, in your browser on the desktop version, but then you just have the Brainscape app on your phone. So your personal flashcards you've been making that contain all your own personal weak areas, they are with you wherever you go. So you can make these a part of your mini sessions. You know, When you are waiting for a meeting to start or you're in line at the grocery store or you're riding the train or the bus or you're walking your dog. I mean, whatever. You can be reviewing your flashcards in all these little five-minute chunks of your day. One of the most effective times and the easiest to get into a routine for is to do them when you're in bed trying to fall asleep. Again, I know you're already scrolling on your phone. So for these few months to get these exams over with, you just take your favorite nighttime scrolling stuff, whatever that is, and you just replace it with 20 to 30 minutes of reviewing your own flashcards. Now, to take it to the next level, you would then do another 20 to 30 minutes of our follow-along notes, but that's another topic. Now, one thing I want to point out is flashcards versus handwritten notes. And I don't mean handwritten flashcards. I know that a lot of people, they like to take notes, you know, like traditional notes. And, you know, that's fine. And if that helps you understand things better, as you go and you're working through problems, you know, you can take notes. But when it comes to reviewing, think about it like this. On test day, the only thing you have to help you answer those questions is what you can pull from your own memory. So it's all forced recall. That's the whole point of the exam, right? The reason that flashcards are so much more effective 
for helping you remember and understand and commit to memory all these things that you've written down is that there is forced recall involved with flashcards. So it's training your brain in the same mechanism that you need on test day. When you see a question, you have to pull that info out of your own brain. So when you do flashcards, it's the same idea. If you've taken a bunch of notes and then you go back and you reread them later, I admit it's better than nothing, but there's no force recall involved. Everything that you've written down is just in front of you. And so you're just reading it. That's kind of a passive activity, whereas reviewing flashcards is an active learning type method, whereas reading your own notes is very passive. It just is not very impactful on your brain. Now, the act of writing out either notes or flashcards is an active study method. So in that sense, it is helpful. But again, with flashcards, you get the benefit of both. You know, to create the flashcards, you've obviously got to write things out and go through that active process of making sense of an explanation on the screen and like, okay, what's the part of this that I need to make a flashcard on? So that whole part is very valuable, you know, and you could say that, yeah, that's the same mechanism or the same idea as making notes. But the big, big advantage on the flashcards comes in the review phase. So as you review those flashcards, it is much more impactful on your long-term memory to have those, you know how flashcards work, the front and the back, you see the prompt on the front, and you have to try to remember out of your own memory what's on the back. Whereas when you reread your own notes, as you get close to the exam, again, it's better than nothing, but there's just no forced recall involved when you're rereading your own notes. And that's a huge distinction that makes a big difference. All right, let's go into the what if portion. And I really just have two points to touch on. The first one would be, what if I'm spending an inordinate amount of time making flashcards? And that's a great question. And that's a real thing that you have to consider. So now this is explained in our pro course videos in detail. And there's example videos of making flashcards and what types of things you make flashcards on. Anyways, as you go through a new topic and everything you're going through, everything you're reading or each question is brand new to you, you know, it might seem like, okay, well, I got to make a flashcard on, on all of this stuff. And so that becomes a huge time commitment. And it also, if you do that lesson by lesson, you're going to end up with hundreds of flashcards. And so your decks are unwieldy and it's just impractical to try and review, you know, five or 600 flashcards. So when you are going through new material, you kind of want to wait to the end of the study session to see what pillar information has popped up, you know, in multiple questions. When you work through the questions for a topic, it will be pretty clear the four or five main question types that you saw multiple times. And then those question types boil down to either uh, a key concept that you need to know or getting the questions right hinges on this one fact or with like lease questions and calculating the present value of the minimum lease payments. It hinges on whether it's an annuity due or an ordinary annuity, stuff like that. The pillar information kind of becomes clear after you've worked through the questions to a topic. So you kind of want to wait to the end of the study session and just see what pillar information emerges from the collection of questions for that topic. Admittedly, there's judgment involved and that's just a skill you can get better at 
as you go through the study process. And again, there are specific videos on that in our pro course. And that's the point of the pro course is to like teach you this stuff. And then the other time, and this is the main time where it's the most helpful to make your flashcards. And this is when you're doing daily sets of the re-review questions. So again, if you've seen a lot of our stuff, or if you're a customer, you have access to the pro course, you know that what we teach you how to do is you do the first 90 minutes of your study session covering new material. That's kind of the planting the seeds method. And then the last 30 minutes, so a two hour session, 90 minutes, the last 30 minutes, you're doing a set of re-review questions from all the previous topics you've covered up to that day in your study process so that you're constantly re-hitting, staying refreshed and improving your understanding on all previous topics. But then adding in these flashcards just takes all the benefits of doing those re-review sets and takes it to the next level. When you're doing these sets of re-review questions, let's go back to our leases example. Let's say you've seen a question that day on leases and you submit the set and see that you missed that question. And it was this thing that you've missed a question on that was like the third time at this point. That is where you're going to stop and, okay, I've missed this for the third time in a row. I'm going to make a flashcard on this. So whatever that piece of information is that the question hinged on that you either forgot or you didn't fully understand correctly, whatever caused you to miss that question for the third time, you're going to make a flashcard on that. So that way you're not spending this inordinate amount of time making flashcards on everything, but you just naturally throughout this process, the things that you need to make a flashcard on are going to become self-evident. Okay. So this process of making and reviewing your own flashcards is going to help you perform much better on test day. It also saves you a ton of time from having to keep coming back, you know, and, and relearning and then forgetting these different topics. Instead, your retention and understanding is just going to go like this as the weeks go by. And then of course, the biggest time saver and money saver is it's going to help you get passing scores the first time because each time you fail an exam, that's another two months of your life. You've got to go back to the drawing board and do it again. So don't put this off. Start doing this today in your study process. It will make a massive difference. Even if you're a week away from your exam and you're in your final review, just start making flashcards on every problem you miss at this point, you know, if you're in your final review. So if you found this video helpful, please go down to the comments if you're watching this on YouTube and, you know, like the video, share it with someone you know who's also working on their CPA exams. But post one takeaway or key idea or aha moment you got from this video. And if you're listening to the audio version of this, please take a second and find the podcast in the podcast app that you use and leave a review and a rating. That would really help. I hope you found this helpful. So thank you for watching or listening and we'll see you on the next episode.